0: To the Sales Squared Podcast, your destination for leveling up in sales, marketing, and business development. Dollar, dollar bill, y'all. Join us to hear real entrepreneurs with real experiences engaging with real experts from the world of sales, business, and entrepreneurship. And now for another Sales Squared Value Bomb. Hello, hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Sales Squared podcast. Today we have episode number two of Lounge Hours. So S2 Lounge Hours are all about you coming into our lounge, you coming and having a conversation with us about something that's bugging you, something that's troubling you in business, a challenge that you maybe have, something that you're looking to achieve. And it's all about us doing that Q&A within the comfort of our own living room. So today we had a question from one of Scott's uh, compatriots on LinkedIn and his name is Ron and he wanted to know how do I build a personal brand so this guy is a consultant for many many years he's been applying his trade but he has never actually got into that you know that part of social media building his brand getting himself out there so we tell Ron why it's so important to build a personal brand and we also dig into some really really important insights as to where Ron needs to be focusing that personal brand how he can actually start building that up and basically everything that he needs to do to get himself from unknown in the world of social media and and online marketing to someone who's really out there providing value every single day to the right people and creating real, not just raving fans, but business opportunities from social media. So again, hold tight for this episode, second one now of Sales Squared Lounge Hours. And if you've got a question for us, then we want to hear them. Feel free to reach out to us. We're on LinkedIn, we're on Instagram. We're out there building our personal brand too. So we want to hear from you. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode two of the Sales Squared Lounge Hours. So today we've got another question from Mr. Scott Hennessy's uh, compatriot on LinkedIn, who has yes. been, uh, been chatting with. So yes. let's hear the question, Scott. So we've been in
1: conversation with Ron over the last couple of days and he reached out to me at first and he was like, Scott, how do I Build a personal brand from scratch. You know, I don't know too much about Facebook or LinkedIn or YouTube or Instagram. You know, very new to consulting, wants to build his image and his sort of exposure. So I think that's a really good
0: point to uh, to kind of make a video today for you guys on. So yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. So building a personal brand is kind of something that people are. They hear it and they're like, oh, that's a bit scary. You know, How, how do I? how do i put myself out there on social media how do i you know get my brand out there and you know the, the big thing is that you got to you got to realize is that we live in a day of personal branding we live in the social media age and the personal brand is everything if you're not on social media if you're not getting yourself out there online and really when we say a personal brand it is and it's an online persona that you you give off to your audience it's got to be authentic it's got to be you but at the end of the day you're portraying this image to your audience uh, firstly to provide value to them but more importantly to create that trust and also create a relationship hopefully with with them as a client at some point so you know it's really really important stuff but it can be a bit daunting especially when people maybe aren't used to social media they're not used to putting themselves out there and then suddenly they need to do it for business sense they may feel a little bit nervous about doing that so really my number one example i guess of why personal branding is so important is i can guarantee you that there are people out there at the minute who are really really great at what they do they might be you know the best accountant in the world or the best i know we always use the example of the accountants but you know they might be the best uh, you know, solicitor in the world or, or whatever, but there's someone who's half as good of them, they have half the skills, they're nowhere near to that level, but they've mastered their personal brand, they've got an amazing website, they've got an amazing LinkedIn profile, they've got an amazing Facebook page, they're on Twitter, they're on Instagram, and they're, you know, they're doing email campaigns, and they've really mastered that brand that they have. And they're probably 10 times more successful than the person who is amazing at what they do, but never actually puts themselves out there and markets themselves. So that's exactly why you need a personal brand. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you don't need to go out there and be the next Gary Vaynerchuk, but you do need to be putting out content. You need to be communicating with your market and you need to be creating some kind of place online where you can Stay in that constant communication channel with your with your market, but also portray content that's gonna let people know what you're all about and how you can help them. So that's really where I'd begin, and you know why you need a personal brand and why this stuff is important. But let's get into some of the uh, the tactics for actually building up that personal brand and getting yourself out there. So myself and Scott obviously have been a. Uh, doing the podcast, we've been doing uh, Instagram, we've been doing LinkedIn, we've been really trying to get out there and build, you know, Facebook too, yeah, so we're trying to build up the company at the minute, so this is something that we're experiencing, but also we do this for our clients too, so we help them to build up their personal brand and their communication via social media, so Scott, let's hear some some of your thoughts for Ron on how he can just begin that process of building mm. up his personal brand. I think it all starts with goals, right? So everybody's goal
1: is going to be different. You know, whether you want to drive one-to-one conversations for yourself, whether you want to start to build some brand equity through value, uh, mm-hmm. through Facebook. So. First of all, get really clear on your goals of where you really wanna be able to emit that value and then focus on that. So, for Ron, I know you're gonna be watching now, so hi. Um, hey, Ron. <laughs> so, Facebook is probably um, the second route you probably wanna
0: go down um, in terms of building your brand as a consultant. So, LinkedIn first? LinkedIn. LinkedIn first? Absolutely first, LinkedIn. So LinkedIn. And that's a good point, right? Depending on what your industry is, you need to choose your platform wisely. Mm-hmm so we've put most of our eggs on the basket of linkedin and podcasting because our target market are on linkedin the people we can help are on linkedin so it makes sense to be hanging around where they hang around and also our target market are big podcast listeners right yeah. they're they're seeking education they're seeking new ways to achieve uh, their business goals so yeah that's a that's a big thing right first and foremost think of who your customer is who is that who is that person and where are they hanging out mm-hmm. you know if they are professional, then that is likely going to be LinkedIn, yeah. so uh, yeah, continue to. Great point, Cam. So starting with
1: LinkedIn, then, how do you build a brand through LinkedIn? Well, first of all, you have to understand what you want to build your brand around. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be seen as the number one consultant in your area? Do you want to be seen as someone who can consistently provide value over a long space of time? Um, and it all starts with conversations. So, you know, no before you even think about building a brand, you've got to understand who it is you're talking to as an audience. So, you know, we, we took the John Carlton's uh, copyright clause, it amazing, and uh, the first thing he talks about there is building a profile of your customer. An avatar, right? An avatar. An, avatar. an avatar. Being able to understand who exactly it is from the top down to the bottom, of, you know, different parameters, so socio, economic, political, you know, you get very deep into who these people are, Mm -hmm. and you could start to create a meaningful connection based on those people. So, we always start with optimizations, don't we, Mm -hmm. in terms of being able to, because the thing is, guys, um, your your LinkedIn profile is like a shop window to the world, right? Um, The first time anybody, a prospect, maybe it's a new connection, maybe it's just for networking, They're going to see the front of your profile so we have to make sure that that window is so clear in terms of what you do Mm -hmm. so clear in terms of the value provide and it has to be so clear in what the next steps are if you want to generate that conversation and first impressions count for everything
0: right absolutely but if you think of your your social media or your online digital persona whatever it may be as a sales funnel then the very top of that funnel is gonna be the profile itself. It's gonna be the first step that people make in terms of coming onto that profile. So you really want that to be representing you in the best possible way. You want people to be to be able to go on there and find out first and foremost what it is you can help them with so if you're, if you're running ads or if you're communicating with your target market, they're gonna get onto your profile. They need to know, you know, what is it that this person can help me with? What is the specific element? And we talked about this in the last video yeah. about how to, uh, to, to become uh, very, very specific within your niche about how you can help people, but you wanna be putting that in your profile. So I even recommend people in LinkedIn profiles instead of having, uh, you know, a sales director for X company or, or, uh, or, founder of a various company, which is is good. Like I, I think there's there's nothing wrong with that, but it could be an option if, if you if you feel like doing that. And, and I know this has worked quite well for some people, is to maybe put in uh, I help uh, I help operations directors manage change. For example, so something you know, quite niche, quite particular, quite specific about how you can help that person. But then, if you if you you know if you. One big thing in marketing is if you try and be a jack of all trades then you 're going, going to get nowhere you need to be specific about who it is that you're targeting and you need to have that very very singular focus on who it is you can help and you 're much much better getting one person who's you know a raving fan one person who's you know, super interested in your content super aware of, of who you are and, and how you can help them instead of kind of a hundred just passive followers yeah. who aren't going to do anything and that's um that's also why you shouldn't buy Instagram followers. <laughs> uh, yeah. But that's a different that's a different yeah. topic. But with um you know, with, with LinkedIn you wanna be able to portray that first and foremost so that the the engagements that you get are quality engagements mm-hmm. and then if you've got a good targeting strategy, if you've got a good outreach strategy, if you're providing value to those people and it's the right kind of people, then your conversion rate from people who come into your social network who actually become leads or, or yeah. clients is gonna be way higher. Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing to remember is, is having your, your, as Scott said, your LinkedIn profile as that shop window, top of your funnel, so that people can smoothly come into that funnel and, and take the journey of, of following your content and becoming a, you know, maybe becoming a client with you. This is a classic example is your
1: network is your network. Mm-hmm.
0: So the quality
1: of the connections that you have on LinkedIn, these, these are just not people that you come in, you say hi to, and then you pass on. These are potentially going to be with you for the rest of your careers. So even if it isn't a great time to be um, generating conversations, if that was a goal for you, you've got 30, 40, 50, 60 years of that person there. So yeah. if we are talking about super, super long-term, you know, what value can you provide throughout LinkedIn mm-hmm. to make that relationship meaningful? And one thing that we think, um, well, we have seen that works quite well, is just simply offering, um, you know, to link up with people in your network. Mm-hmm. So you know. Yeah hi john um you know take a browse through my network um love to connect you with someone instant value that's what people love 100
0: percent. if you can actually come in and provide value first before before you even ask for anything before you ask for a you know a, maybe a phone call about how you can help them or a conversation if you can just come in as scott said for example you know hey john this is this is what i do there's anyone in my network who I can introduce you to, happy to make that connection, and I'm glad that we can get connected. You know, you're in the network, they're into your network then. You know, in that case, it's not about, it's not about putting software onto your LinkedIn profile so you can spam as many people as possible. It's not about, you know, just them coming in and pitching them straight away. It's about allowing them to come into your network offering something of value and if someone does come back to you and says hey look you know I saw you're connected with this person I'd love to get an intro to them then by all means you know, do that but you know once they're into your network they've, they've mm-hmm. seen that you're willing to provide value to them they're going to value as a you know as a connection And then you can begin that nurturing process so you know take a look at their content maybe engage with some of it first and foremost and then make sure that they are a good fit for what it is that you can potentially help them with and then if it if it makes sense at that point then you can engage with them you can communicate with them you can let them know hey you know look this is what I do and we we talked about this last time as well you know engage with them and and approach them and communicate and then say you know this is what I do I Mm -hmm. think I can help you Let's have a conversation about that. And then you've kind of ticked all those boxes. You've got a very relevant profile from, from the beginning. They've come into your network and they've seen that you're willing to provide value first. Maybe you can even go a step further and provide them with access to maybe a free guide that you created yeah. or, or an ebook, or access to some videos or something like that that's going to be relevant to them. Yeah. And then yeah. you've provided even more value. It's, you know, again, it's like that funnel, You know, value, value, and then it's a case of, of building that relationship and potentially making it a, um, you know, a, a client relationship if it's a good fit from them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's all about the more that you give. The more you receive and that's universal in
1: life right the more that you give the more you'll receive so if you take in that mindset to linkedin to give 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 give, you will one day it doesn't matter if it's three months three years or 30 years you will receive Mm -hmm. and this is why marketing is a long-term strategy no matter what channel you're using because you know social media is going to be around for a long time but dare say there will be a new technology or a new platform that comes along quite soon mm-hmm. so just having the mindset no matter what platform you're going out to ron and everybody else out living out yeah. there um, is such a really good start for you so i think linkedin is really good for those one-to-one conversations mm-hmm. building a professional image and
0: taking that through um, yeah. to whatever you want to take Absolutely, to and you know what, what you're really doing with linkedin is you're creating a personal brand you're creating a personal brand based on service. Yeah. So by the content you create that helps people, by the you know the value that you give to individual people, by the way that you nurture those relationships, everything that you're doing is about service and you know sales is service, right? Yeah. If you can if you can serve people on a you know on a, on a good level on a deep level then you know that naturally is it segues into the sales process. Mm-hmm. If you can help people, they're going to want you know to learn more from you. They want to want you to help them more with their specific challenges or whatnot. I mean, imagine that approach compared to the person who uh, goes and downloads Duck Soup and then does a you know massive spam campaign on on a uh, you know on, on LinkedIn and just burns the whole market within three weeks. Right? It's it's night and day difference. Like yeah. The actual conversion rate can be 10, 20, Fifty times higher. You just take that organic process through it, and you know one other thing to remember is is you know when you're creating content, remember it's content through service. It's not you know look at me, look at this, and I think LinkedIn's not as bad for this. Instagram can be quite bad for this, with you know entrepreneurs getting on there and then thinking, oh, I'm going to just post my car, my new car. Oh, I'm going to post the, you know the trip I'm taking. I'm going to make out that I have this amazing life. That's not entrepreneurship. That is not entrepreneurship. Entrepreneurship's daily grind. It's building relationships with people. It's building a team around you, and it's working hard every single day. Of course, it's about delegating. It's about creating the life that you want to create. But you know, the the entrepreneurs that you see on Instagram who are, are posting nothing but you know their new car or the new trip that they're going on or how great their business is. You know, they're they're not telling you a lot of the story. So, Always be wary of those people because they're not leading with service, they're not leading with value first Mm -hmm. and, you know, you don't really know what their intentions are. Same with vlogs, right? How many vlogs do you see on YouTube now that are just
1: so self-centered around one person or one organization? What value does that provide? <laughs> what value does that provide? If I'm looking at a marketing company's YouTube channel, I want to see the daily work that goes in. I want to see strategies. I want to see people working together in groups to, to, to defeat real challenges. That is being seen in real life. I not want to see some some dude's car racing around. I don't want to see you know all the other shit that this guy or girl or whatever's up to. Yeah. That's not value. It's just showing show off. It. And you know when you when you talk about sales and you talk about authenticity, people nowadays are so so on it with the fakes and the real people, so Ron, if you are gonna start a YouTube channel or a vlog or or anything like that to do with video be authentic because mm-hmm. people can see right through.
0: Yeah, them. remember value first, and that's why I like LinkedIn so much because yeah. there's so much there's so much valuable content on there. Like you scroll down the timeline on LinkedIn, it's not you know, it's not people showing off; as professionals trying to add value to their networks, mm-hmm. and that's um that's why I would strongly recommend. on well, LinkedIn is the place mm-hmm. you really want to master. You know, it's great to have other platforms, and and you know, especially if you're you know a coach or a consultant, then platforms like Facebook could be a good fit for you, maybe Twitter in terms of mm-hmm. providing valuable content to your to your market, but really LinkedIn is gonna be your bread and butter. Yeah. that's gonna be where you get the biggest bang for your buck in terms of finding the right people, in terms of engaging them and getting engagement back <clears throat> through providing valuable content. Mm-hmm. And that is your personal brand. Your personal brand is every touch point that you have with your target market. So down to the the things that you put out there on LinkedIn, down to the one to one communication of direct outreaches that you you do to people yeah. and having that um you know that, that constant communication channel. And one thing that I think we haven't really touched upon is you know it's all very well, you, know, you have that motivation, you're building up your personal brand, you're getting onto LinkedIn, you're really putting an effort into into building that up but One thing that's important now is consistency. So it doesn't have to be LinkedIn. It could be any platform you have, whether you have a podcast coming out, whether you have a YouTube channel, whether you're posting onto Facebook or Instagram, or maybe it's an email list that you've built up, then consistency is gonna be really, really crucial there. So for example, it's like building a pipeline, right? In sales, we don't just, you know, get into a bit of a bit of sales here a bit of sales there and then stop for two months. We need to get that consistent pipeline. We need constant new leads coming into the funnel and by creating content regularly just like you would with a sales pipeline you're going to be continually getting you know one person here one person there and before you know it you've got an audience of 100, 200, yeah. 500, 1000 People who are not just passive followers, they're proactive followers and they're engaging with your content and they're really taking a lot from that. So, yeah. consistency is a big one to remember on. And one thing I would add
1: to that as well you know, maybe this doesn't apply to individual consultants that like you run, but you know, potentially those sort of mid sized large organizations where you have a marketing team and a sales team. It's yeah. so, so important that those two sets of people integrate well mm-hmm. because they serve each other so well, right? So, you know, marketing and sales, in my opinion, anyway, it should be having at least two meetings a week, right? Yeah. What what content do the salespeople need to be pushing out to the right people? Um, you know, on the marketing side, what are the objections, what are the challenges that those salespeople are having? and then reinventing that marketing to serve more people. So very, very important to get that integration of the sales and marketing team, because if those two sets of people are on fire, then your sales are gonna go through
0: the roof. Oh yeah, you can't have one without the other. You no. need you need sales, you need marketing, and they work together synergistically. So when you hear people talking about you know, us, oh, it's only sales that is important, or it's only marketing that's important, it's, it's only the brand that's important, that's a load of rubbish. It all needs to be working together synergistically. Yeah. So, communication between sales and marketing and if you are a bigger firm if you do have even if you're just a five ten person firm and you've got one person for sales one person for marketing those people should not be alienated from each other or feel like they're in competition they should be like, like that they should be tight because Everything that sales does is feeding back to marketing and everything that marketing does is feeding back to sales. So if they're they're on the same wavelength, then they're going to be creating great content that then the sales people can push out and the marketing people can push out and it creates this very, very authentic brand voice that's also on a very kind of, as I said, synergistic level and it creates a a really nice brand image and, and also personal brand for your business as well. You know, it, it's important to have that personal brand, but your business always needs some kind of personality as well in terms of what it stands for, what its values are, what its mission is, and then you know what what your vision is to put into that company. That needs to be coming across in your own personal mm-hmm. brand and your and your content and what you put out there as well. Mm-hmm. So I think we covered LinkedIn. That was a really good point to
1: finish on, by the way. We've covered LinkedIn quite well from him mm-hmm. there. So if he's thinking about establishing a sort of community in a certain area for instance seattle Mm -hmm. and he's looking to not just target individual one-to-one conversations but he's actually looking to create a sort of position of authority in a community
0: what kind of platform would you sort of suggest to edge his way in there so yeah, we've kind of covered LinkedIn and how to build that personal brand uh, locally there and of course you know, there's great tools on LinkedIn like uh, like Sales Navigator where you can build up that local community of people that you want to engage with, people that you want to nurture or provide value to. Of course, we've got Facebook as well, which is another great way to create that, those location-based communities. So if you don't know about Facebook advertising, you know, take a course, do some YouTube research, or, or even you know, hire someone, delegate it to to a member of the team or a professional firm, and you can really find out how to be building that community locally to who you want to target. So if you are a local based company and you need to be having uh, conversations or or you only want clients within a certain radius of where you are, then really your two best platforms for that are gonna be LinkedIn and Facebook, which also integrates into uh, Instagram marketing too. And what you're gonna be able to do is build up this community of people surrounding your area. And you really wanna make sure that they're the right kind of people. So if you're going after a very, very small kind of location, then it may be hard to find exactly who it is that you want to target but when it comes to building that then it's going to be really really important to uh, do some research and, and build up that personal brand based on location if that is kind of your your board game, but you know we live in a digital society I think a lot of a lot of companies now they don't necessarily just need to be in one location so let's think a little bit broader in terms of who it is that you're going to be building that community with one thing to remember is is as I said earlier it's better to have one raving fan than a hundred passive followers, right? So you really need to be thinking about the quality of the individuals that you're targeting. So it's very easy, it's very cheap on Facebook to go and target uh, Zimbabwe or, or uh, India or places like that where the, uh, the, the cost per... Acquisition for for views or for reach or wherever whatever it is is going to be much much lower and you can get a ton of followers from a certain area, which is actually really great if you're trying to build social proof around a post or a page or something like that. But you don't want to go too far with that, and that comes as well into paying uh, third party agencies to build up your following on particular platforms. The problem is, is you will get a lot of followers, you will get a lot of people following your brand, but. They're not going to be the right kind of people. Those followers aren't going to translate into business, into dollars, into pounds, into pesos, right? You need to have quality people within your personal brand network. So if that means you can only build up 500 people on your Facebook page, but each and every one of them is an engaged fan who you've targeted carefully based on, if you're a business coach and you only want to target business owners, then you want everyone to be a business owner who's following your page, otherwise it's just not worth having them following your page because they're not gonna translate into anything. So yeah. it's important to remember that when you're building up your, your personal brand when you're trying to get out there for for uh, to get followers. One thing that a big problem I think on social media is these vanity metrics that people attach to their campaigns or to their to their activities. And what they do is they end up with a ton of followers, a ton of likes on their content, a ton of uh, new connections on LinkedIn, but you've got to ask yourself are they really quality connections? Yeah. Are they quality followers? Are those followers going to translate into business relationships for you? And if they're not, then to be honest, it's a bit of a waste of time. Yep, yeah, absolutely right. But I think,
1: um, and that's a great point, and when you're sort of basing your, your audience on a profile, right, you are looking at what kind of titles they hold, where they're located, mm-hmm. um, how big these corporations are. but as a salesperson and a marketer, that's just not enough to qualify that person as a raving fan, right? Your content should be structured around the emotions that that person is feeling day to day. For one instance, if you are looking to go onto Facebook and build communities that way and really appeal there, you know, posts about confidence, um, work-life balance, um, you know, being able to be more productive. So really base your marketing on the emotions and not just on
0: the, yeah. on the features I yeah. think is something
1: really important to remember Absolutely,
0: that's, um, that's kind of the secondary, I guess, level of, of building your personal brand, right? So you've got the, the initial targeting and the initial thinking of who it is that you're going to communicate with and then you've got the content itself and that's where you can add in those emotional ties, you can add in those specific pain points, those specific challenges that you can address people with. So there's really two levels for this. And if you've ever done a Facebook ad, there's two levels to that as well. There's the you know, there's the ad level where you you create and you you, you build the ad. And then there's also the ad set of the um, of the, the customer and, and the targeting and who you want to actually go after. So those are two different things, but they should work together, and you need to put in the put in that thought to realise. What does my what keeps my customer up at night, yeah. right? What what makes them tick, and how can I apply to them with the content I create, and then also put that that thinking into exactly who it is, and you'll know that just by looking at your current customers, just by thinking about some of the concerns, some of the challenges, some of the pain points that they had that you solved when you began working with them. So, yeah, it's it's. Uh, I think that's a good way to round off for Ron. I mean, we've we've covered, yes. you know, where you should be, Ron. You know, if if you're in that B two B space, then LinkedIn is where you need to be. It's where you need to be building that personal brand and, and building that content and building those connections. Mm. You know, you can play around with other strategies, but it, it, it's one thing to remember for anyone who's maybe not in the consulting world or the coaching world is. Think about who, where your audience is. You know, are they going to be hanging around on Facebook? Are they going to be hanging around on Instagram? Are they Twitter? Are they going to be on your email list? So, ton of different things that you can think of. But I guess when thinking about your online strategy, your your digital persona strategy, think of it kind of like you're investing in the stock market. So you always want to have those safe bets. You know, your your Apples or your Googles or your Amazons who yeah, they're, they're blue not, chips. Yeah, you blue chips, right? So, so they're pretty safe. They're pretty steady. They're not going to skyrocket anywhere soon, but they're also not going to plummet. So, put, you know, put your eggs in those baskets of what you deem to be safe, and then also play around on the other platforms because you know you might pick up one here, one there, and you don't want to be too reliant on one platform just in case it changes its algorithm or goes out of business or, yeah. or people just suddenly flock to another platform. So. You know, I think there's a lot of people out there, if if Instagram went away tomorrow, they'd lose their business. If YouTube went away tomorrow, they'd lose their business. If LinkedIn went away tomorrow, they'd lose their business. So it's important to remember, you know, have that broader reach in terms of who you can actually
1: communicate with. Diversify your strategy. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. But then that's the same with the budget, right? So just have a a think about your budget now, Ron, and say for instance, it's $10,000 per month, right? You know, of that $10,000, where do you think the majority of that money should go? Is it the safe option of, of professionals in, in B2B? Probably yes. Do you want to take a bit of a wild card potentially with Instagram? Probably should. Um, and then allocate in certain... And then you've got the middle, right? So you've got YouTube and, and probably um, Facebook is going to be good. But um, yeah, social media is, is just so fascinating, man. I love it. And um, it's just
0: brought up so much opportunity for everybody in business. It's, it's a big opportunity, it's a really big opportunity, and if you don't have a personal brand yet, then get to work building it, this is important, important stuff. Mm. You know, there's gonna be people out there who are less skilled than you, who don't know as much as you, who can't do that job as well as you, who are doing better than you because they've built a social brand. So get out there, mm-hmm. build that social brand, hit us up if you need guidance with that, we help people every day building their social brand and their social presence whether it's on linkedin or facebook or with their email marketing we're happy to help you so reach out but if you just take anything from this it's get to work be consistent get out there start building it and we'll see you on the next one bye bye thank you for listening to the sales squared podcast as always we want to hear from you reach out you can find me on linkedin under cameron scott or on instagram under the cameron scott underscore
1: and you can find me scott hennessy on linkedin so that's h-e-n-n-e-s-s-y and instagram Hensta, so that's H-E-N-N-S-T-A underscore gram.
0: Now, what are these people going to want to do, Scott? They, I think they need to go and visit our website, right? One million percent. So go to our website, squaredsales.com, and you can find, firstly, a free guide on how to literally skyrocket your sales on LinkedIn. So this is the stuff that we use with our own business, with clients to literally create six figures in revenue or more. And also, you can just get on our website, and you can find... our blog you can read some really really valuable articles that are going to help you in your business today so uh, reach out to us come visit us and we look forward to hearing from you